to a very special Christmas episode of Generic Panel Show. I'm here with all of my non-denominational friends. Michael Zamperinzo, John Taylor, Ashley June Osborne, Jason Nichols, Benjamin Sassafrasles, and C.R. Parsons Comedian. <laughs> He's looming in the background. He wasn't supposed to be here today. You've seen clerks. My name's Ryan Green. Today we're talking about a subject near and dear to the hearts of many people on this panel and probably in the audience right now. Alcohol. Booze. Those are the two words for it. Pretty sure there's no Sauce. others. No. Spirits. Uh, and who's the host? I forgot. We got a couple of people who are expert drinkers. We got a couple of people who are refined drinkers. We got some former drinkers. And then we have also been. And we're going to talk to everybody today about their experiences drinking, their hopes and dreams for their future of drinking, and the reasons they're not allowed to drink anymore. I want to start out by just going through one by one asking you, do you drink now? And what's your favorite drink? And I'm going to start over here with the very well-attired John Tyler. I, I am a current drinker. I, I hope to be a professional drinker someday. And uh, scotch. Scotch all the time. Nothing but. Scotch all the time. The John Tyler Jazz album. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, do you drink and what do you like? Uh, yeah, I do drink. Um, and I guess, I mean, I really like mixed drinks. Uh, a basil gimlet is probably my favorite drink. You know, up until like the 60s, mixed drinks were actually looked down upon. Really? Mm hmm and then there was a thing called integration. Excellent job, me. Jackson? Um, yeah, I drink profusely. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy beer and tequila. Beer and tequila. Well, you're like you're like the uh, you're a real blue collar Charles Bukowski type. Ben Um, I do currently drink, um, and favorite drink-wise, uh, I drink everything and anything, so okay. no, no fan of any one drink. Alright. Michael Zampino. I am the one who does not drink it. Gross. Yeah. Three years since, uh -huh. but I did enjoy the whiskey, and at my worst, 100 proof vodka, like oh. the hobos like to drink. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that is just Pure rubbing alcohol. It's gross. Now, before we get started, John Tyler has brought us all some booze for us all to be sipping on. Cheers. Uh, and okay. I would just like to do a quick cheers before we get started. And you if you could all cheers. Over this. Yeah, if you could all just cheers and then turn and say, fuck you, Zampino. Yeah, that's bad fuck luck. You, fuck you, fuck you, Zampino. Fuck you, Zampino. Enjoy you, assholes. Fuck you, Zampino. Oh, here we go. I don't like squash. Disclaimer. Delicious. Just pour the rest of it in there. It'll be fine. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Jackson, willing to be a hero and drink all of your liquor for Waiting for the cause. Uh, what's the best time you ever had drinking? I think that's uh, that's the good way to start, and then we can round out to some stories about the worst times. But uh, I'll, I'll begin with my, my your, best time. Your favorite time? Yeah, my favorite time drinking ever. It's the closest I ever got uh, to a threesome. Ooh. Because I am not a dude who's ever going to have a threesome. Sometimes you come to terms with how many people you're going to fuck at one time. <laughs> one and a half. Uh, <laughs> my uh, girlfriend and her roommate got really drunk in the dorms. 
Uh, and as you know, dorms are smaller than this set. Uh, and then we started to have sex in her bed after her roommate went to sleep. But then her roommate woke up. But then thanks to alcohol, she just didn't say a word but made blurry eye contact with me the whole time. And I did not look away because I was <laughs> hypnotized like a cobra. Uh, and I count that as a threesome. Because she, was, she I could have, I, I could have reached out and high fived if I wanted to. Uh, Does a high five constitute that, a threesome? That would have been sexual assault. That's contact. No, no, she high fived first. Was she offering her hand? Okay, well, I didn't go in for the high five, but it was a very knowing look. Do I need to call? Was she offering her hand? I did not need to have her trick me into kissing her on stage. Ashley, what's your favorite? Drinking story. Oh, my favorite drinking story. Um, I don't even all all the times, all the times. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess this is so generic and cliche, but I guess just any time that I've been with like friends, and I have more horrible stories than <laughs> I do than I do any good ones. I've got a feeling so, most of us do. I mean, you know, for me, it's just I. I guess anytime I get drunk with friends and I don't have to fucking drive anywhere, that's that's a good time for me. <laughs> so okay, that's that's acceptable. John, best time you had drinking? Uh, I actually got to drink some Crown XR once at a friend of mine's house. He's a what is music what is that production? It, uh, the Crown Distillery burnt, or uh, I guess the secret distillery burnt in Canada, and they found some barrels. Burnt down? Right in the 30s, I think, or before that, and they found some barrels. That were before the fire, and they bottled them up and sold them. It was like the most expensive whiskey for a while. They they actually had it not just in a cool velvet bag, but they they had these uh, shot glasses that just had a stem but no plate on the bottom, so you couldn't set it down. Once you had it poured, you had to hold it till it was gone. And the guy was real chintzy with an oink cord about half that much. He's like, "There you go," but it was still good for like half a sip. Probably the best <laughs> half a sip I've ever had in my life. And that's your most fun drinking story? Probably. You drink real different than me. <laughs> uh, I've, I've never been a blackout drunk, and I've never woken up in handcuffs, so... Uh, well, that leads us well uh, to Jackson Nichols. Full <laughs> <laughs> uh, disclaimer, I have been blackout drunk, I have woken up in handcuffs, um, and actually, I, I think just to uh, caveat your story, story earlier, uh, Ryan, I... Um, it was one of the first times I had really been drunk. Uh, me and my best friend and his girlfriend at the time went to a bar, and in the middle of who knows how many pitchers, she decided uh, if you, whoever wins this next beer chugging contest, gets to make out with me. Um, long story short, it turned into a threesome in his sister's backyard where uh, he was in the front seat, I was in the back seat, she was in the middle. So well, a threesome with two dudes? No, no. Slow down, I'm drawing No, this, this lady's <laughs> name is, is, I'm just going to call her Michelle, because that's her name. <laughs> uh, Michelle, if you're out there, you get a free subscription. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're going at it, and um, little do we realize we're so intoxicated that every time he goes for the backstroke, his ass is actually hitting the horn. <laughs> so his sister comes down because she thinks we uh, are too drunk to find our way in the house. And she sticks her head 
in their reveals. Yeah, it was it was one of the most awkward <laughs> breakfasts I, I've ever been a part of. Not for me, but for them clearly. Um, yeah, that was that was a good one. Sam and I have alcohol stories like that. About the best I could do is if we have a sequel to this show about weed. <laughs> we are. Uh, I do you want to come back for that one? I could probably have. Or it also have Sean Baker back for that one. Uh, oh, and probably the LSD episode. And <laughs> maybe the Black Car Heroin episode. I could probably show. Okay, well, alcohol? it depends on how dark we want to make this show. <laughs> yeah. Vince, uh, is it most fun you've had drinking? Most fun I've had drinking isn't when I've been like super blackout drunk. It's when, you know, I've been a little bit tipsy and everyone else has been super blackout drunk. Um, this one time, my friends were just coming back off deployment. And so they all still needed stuff because they just got back and they got back on a Friday, but they couldn't pick up their stuff until Monday. So they all needed to go to Walmart. Of course, as soon as they get up to their room, somehow they magically had alcohol um, and each decided down an entire bottle before going out. So then we go to Taco Bell, as one does. Then we go to Walmart and we shop around for like two and a half, three hours. because They need to pick up a bunch of small stuff and they're all drunk as shit trying to pick this stuff out. We get out of Walmart, get in my car. I started, I leave the parking lot, and one of my friends goes, I need to pee. And I'm like, well, can't wait until we get back on post. We're 15 minutes away. And she goes, no, if you don't pull over now, I'm going to pee in your car. So I pull over into this neighborhood in the middle of nowhere, Hawaii. And I'm like, go knock on someone's door. Ask if you use the bathroom. She goes, up around these hedges into this driveway, <coughs> and we're just sitting there waiting. And then this car approaches and turns into the driveway and stops about halfway up. And this guy gets out and starts yelling. And then my friend, she's running down the driveway, her pants halfway pulled down, <laughs> and she's hopping in my car, yelling, "Drive, drive, drive!" This bitch. Seems a funny way to knock on someone's door with your this pants bitch down. Was pissing in his driveway when he got home. He just arrives home and sees this random girl just pissing in his driveway propped, against, propped up against the side of his building. Mind you, she was not a typical girl. She was butch. <laughs> so he has this very butch lady propped up against the side of his house peeing in his driveway. If she was that butch, she could stand up and pee. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because he sits down with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his favorite drinking story. <laughs> All right. Nice that's, segue. That, wow. You have fun in weird ways. Zampino, what was the best time you had back when you were allowed to drink? Uh, I, I think some of the best times I had were probably not the best stories. So I'll tell you one of the funniest, okay. uh, which is probably when I got kicked out of Oktoberfest. <laughs> uh, which, that's a uh, yeah, well, yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> so uh, the band I was in at the time had been uh, day drinking, and we decided. Is that the name of the band? Yep, yeah, it was uh, day by day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> With like the, the song, day by day drinking. drinking. Yep. So uh, we decided to cap off the evening by going to Oktoberfest, and we were in one of the big tents where all the music's going on and everybody's drinking, and uh, <clears throat> a couple tables over. It's just a large group of just frat guys, and they're just being the frattiest of the frat guys, like, you know, perpetuating every stereotype, <laughs> like, yelling gross things at girls, and you know what I mean, just being overall gross. 
So we're 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 sitting over there just kind of making fun of them to ourselves, and uh, all of a sudden my guitar player goes, "Hey, you know what you should do? You should throw your beer on them." And I was drunk enough to where I went, "All right." So I uh, took my little you know paper cup of beer that I had, and kind of chucked it like a similar to like a shot put. But as I did, I, I spun all the way around to where I was facing my friend and talking to him. So they had no idea where it came from, the people that got beard. Got however, beard. <laughs> however, much to uh, my chagrin, I didn't know that there was a cop nearby who had seen everything go down. So while we're like just continuing to have fun, we're standing on the table dancing. Next thing I know, cop standing right next to me on the table. Just waits for me to notice him, which, real funny on his part. Uh, and I notice him and he goes, so, you like to throw beer on people? And me, in a total panic, not knowing what to say, I go, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> to which he replied, it's time to go. And I said, fair enough. <laughs> and I waited for my friends at the car for about an hour and a half. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty great. CR, do you have a good drinking story? Uh, I'm not on this panel. You're right. Good. Well, that means we've got to take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back with more Generic Drinking Show. Welcome back to Generic Smoking Show. I'm here with a bunch of people who smoke. Uh, and one person who is still in the background. That's fun for us. We're talking drinking stories today, and I want to move on to something I know everybody has. Uh, and I don't know how happy you'll be with this question being asked to you, but I want to hear everybody's most embarrassing drinking story. The time where you were the most embarrassed. And I think I desperately want to start with John Tyler. Ooh. Alright, high school. Uh, beer. Oh, the 50s oh. were great. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Richie Cunningham and Podsy were having a, having a kegger over at my mom's house. Hold on, are you, are you Ralph Mouth in this or are you the Fonz? I'm probably Ralph Mouth. That's exactly goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we had gotten drunk at. It was a weird night anyway because we started out streaking across Memorial. And that ended up, we ended up at like a convenience store where we caught two ORU students getting a retarded kid high for the first time. Jesus. And then we ended up at a Union Broken Arrow High School keg party after the football game. And none of us went to either school. But we, <laughs> This is a story that could not happen today. How is this right. not a movie? But, it is. Uh, it's called Dazed and Confused. <laughs> we know it wasn't now because he was still retarded and not mentally handicapped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short. Well, no, let's go ahead and tell the story. So, uh, we ended up at Village Inn. We were pretty hammered. And I remember me and two buddies of mine, the only two buddies I had in high school. And these guys, there was a, like a TU football player at the booth right behind us and had this really hot girlfriend. And I just remember our backs were to this guy and his girlfriend. They were sitting like side saddle, you know, in the booth, both of them on the same side, that kind of thing. Gross. Yes. And I don't even do that with my wife. So, no, you should uh, never do that as a couple. No, 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 no. But I remember uh, across from me, uh, my buddy Casey was over there and he's like, hey, Steve, John, come here. And we both leaned in and he goes, what do you say? We kicked this dude's ass and raped his girlfriend. It's like, oh shit! We turn around and this guy just stood up, 
and looked at us and went, don't want to try it, and then left. Later that night, we were at Casey's house, and Steve was so drunk, he ended up peeing on Casey's little brother. And that's my most important Unrelated tag ending. All right. <laughs> so your story had the word rape screamed in it. That's fun. <laughs> this started not, at an early mine age. Not right. mine, no, mine doesn't either. No. Uh, we're going to go to Ben on this one. Ben, you got a, an embarrassing story? I believe you do. Um, there was the time that I hooked up with one of my sergeants in the back seat of my car, and he was married. Booyah! Oops. Don't ask, don't tell. doesn't sound embarrassing. It sounds like a success no, story. No, no, <laughs> no, that was not a success story. Oh. Is it, was that when he you said drop and give me 50? <laughs> no. Did he? No. He was. Did he? <laughs> is, that, is that how they do it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'll explain to you later, sweetie. Does the count start over? <laughs> All right, um, Ashley, you want to embarrass yourself? Sure, embarrassing. Okay, so this also kind of ties in with my worst story. So hopefully you weren't going to ask that question. We'll, we'll um, get around to it. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Someone somewhere is going to hate me for fucking telling this story. But okay. That's yeah, me. That's how you know it's a good so, story. Yep. I got really drunk on tequila in Mexico with my partner at the time. And I had rented out Do you, you work at a law office? <laughs> with my boyfriend at the time. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know maybe so, you were a pair of trained assassins. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. Um, so we got really drunk on tequila. And uh, I had rented us this really, really nice condo to stay in because, of course, everything is, like, super cheap in Mexico, so it was really easy to just rent this super swanky, like, three-bedroom condo for a week. So, I mean, everything in it is white. The floors are white marble. All the furniture is white. This is important. All of the bedroom, you know, the bedspread, everything was white. So, what? Um, <laughs> so we decide, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have sex in a public space, semi-public space for the first time. So I'm like, let's go out on the balcony and have sex, right? The least public public space well, you can get. I mean, yeah. you know, baby steps, Brian, Absolutely. baby steps. You're right. But, I mean, this was also Outside is public. Also, <laughs> when you're having sex outside, no baby steps. There's no babies involved. No, no, no. So, I mean, it was just like, I basically felt myself start to lose my balance while we were having sex. And I was, I felt myself start to go down and I was like, this is fun. You know, like I was just so drunk that I wasn't, I, you know, this is cool. I'll just go. I'll just go. You know? So I just started to slowly fall over and then it just like happened all at once. And I caught myself with my hands, but I had really nice fake acrylic nails on and my pinky nail impacted oh. into my real nail. This is still like, I know, kind of everyone's cringing at me. Um, so I just stand up and I'm like, did you finish? <laughs> I would say of the sentences I've heard most right before I had, uh, had an orgasm, did you finish yet? Is the one I've heard most often. <laughs> because, um, it means, oh shit, there's no more time here. Yeah. And then I noticed my hand is bleeding really 
profusely. So I go into this condo, stumbling drunk, bleeding on everything. That is white. And that yes. is white. Yeah, that's why that was important. <laughs> and then I start feeling like I'm going to throw up because I'm just in so much pain that I can't handle it. And by this point, like, we're not in there with anybody else. But, I mean, we had just had sex outside. And I say a balcony. We weren't up high. It was one of those balconies that's like, a, yeah, like, you know, it was a little raised, but yes, I mean, it was like more like a porch. So was he. So there's, so there's people walking by while this is happening. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. And then what's, I mean, it was just embarrassing because I started bleeding all over the place <laughs> and then throwing up and crying. And it was just, and then I, we were like, let's just wrap it in toilet paper and go to bed. So I wrap my whole hand in toilet paper and go to bed. And the next morning I wake up and I'm like, fuck, something is seriously wrong. So we had to um, find a hospital in Mexico. Neither of us speak Spanish. Like, not in a super touristy area. So we found a hospital. That was that was a, another trip all in itself. But it was just embarrassing because it was like, I'm pretty sure several people outside witnessed all of this go down and the, the failure slash success of it. I don't know what you're saying. The only worst thing than being like caught having sex is being caught having like bad interrupted sex. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, that's yeah. You're the winner so far. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Embarrassing story. <laughs> oh, he he has just left his body and returned to that moment. I, I could tell the story about the time that I peed on a girl. Uh, just a reminder, ladies, if, uh, if you're talking, yeah, if a guy is drunk peeing, don't start talking to him because he'll turn toward the sound. Yeah, that's uh, it's instinctual. It's like a battle. I uh, <laughs> me and a me and a, a couple buddies of mine, a friend was about to get married, and we all all the the people of both parties were at one house. Partying down before all the guys and the, the chicks split up. We're going to go have the bachelor party. They're going to go have the bachelorette party. Uh, and one of the bride's friends, we had been flirting back and forth for a long time. And then we wound up going to a strip club. And all of us guys get really, really drunk. A friend of mine almost gets beat up as we're exiting. But it, was, it was a successful strip club night. Like This was good. We get back to the house, and the, the party on the ladies' side has dwindled considerably. There's only like four or five chicks there, and one of them happens to be the girl that I've been flirting with for a while. Uh, we're both intoxicated enough at this point in time. She just kind of stumbles up. She's like, all right, let's do this. All right. Wait. Not to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, that's fine. But, so... Girls just come up to you and say, "All right, let's do this." That was that was actually her phrase because I asked a buddy of mine the, the next day. It's like, "How did that go down?" And he's like, "She just walked up and said, are we gonna do this? Are we gonna fuck or what?'" Like, your experiences I, having sex are so much different than mine. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. <laughs> but uh, she decides, okay, we're going back to uh, to her house. Which is only a few blocks away, so we feel comfortable driving shit-faced through the neighborhoods. We get back to her house. We're making out. It's going hot and heavy. The clothes start to come off. Uh, and I, being a gentleman, proceed to start to move south. It's going to be a good night. Um, I wake up 
on the floor, uh, of, like next to her bed the next morning, and I'm like, oh god, what the fuck happened? And I look up, and she's not in the bed anymore. Look around, I can hear sounds. I was like, hello? And she said, you can go to fucking hell. <laughs> oh god what did I do this time and apparently um, I fell asleep while going down on her oh yes. <laughs> nice <laughs> I got comfortable it was warm I was like ah. I, I say that as someone that's envious of people that can fall asleep in situations because I can I can't fall asleep in bed comfortably. I, oh. What if that was the only way you could fall asleep? Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> nestled between a woman's legs. That's the way to do it. Jesus. Yikes. Yeah, what if you like want to take a nap? Hey, it's like a third armpit. I mean, do you really want to fall asleep there? Wow. So you're you're what they call a romantic. I fell asleep and they're falling asleep. No, he curses to finish. Zampino, embarrass us. All right, I have two pretty pretty good ones, but I'm gonna let you choose based on 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 details. So do you want to hear the? Cherry vodka and Doritos story, or the bowling ball in the toilet story? Bowling ball in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, this sounds pretty tame. Bowling ball is. Alright, uh, so... We, uh... I lived in this house on 13th Street that was known for almost, like, two years as the party house. where everybody went. Like, people watching this might... If you went to a party between Lewis and Utica on 13th Street in the early 2000s, that's right behind me. You were probably I'm on 13th house. place. All right, guys, let's let's. Were there some real loud folks behind you guys to give out our home address? That was probably us. <laughs> oh, uh, so know where you about to live. We had a pretty raucous. No, I don't live anymore. Obviously, when you hear this story, we don't live there anymore. Uh, we, you know, we were having one of our normal gigantic raucous parties and. Uh, I was pretty hammered, and uh, we had this one roommate that uh, was basically a complete shitheel, but he would pay the rent on time, so he got to stick around longer than he should have. Anyways, uh, so he would naturally become the brunt of a lot of our drunken shenanigans. Um, so one night he had been in the bathroom for a very, very long time. We had a three-story house with one bathroom and a ton of people in it. So I start to get uh, pretty upset that he's not out of the bathroom yet, and I decide, oh, I know how I'm going to get that bathroom door open. My room was upstairs. The stairway led literally directly to the bathroom door. I decide, I'm going to roll my bowling ball down the stairs, (laughs) and it's going to open the bathroom door, and it's going to (laughs) be hilarious. And that's what happened then? Uh, nope. Oh. Uh, thank God, looking back, thank God he had his legs spread because it destroyed the bathroom floor and then went through the bottom of the toilet. Oh my God. And, uh, and also, that was as good as a colon cleanse as that man will ever get. Yeah, if he, if he was having any problems going, uh, I fixed that for him. So I... Definitely sat at the top of my stairs for a few minutes going, you know, that I didn't think that would happen face. And uh, so that was a lot of fun to uh, explain it and clean up. That is glorious. Because it was a rent house, so we had landlords to explain it to. (laughs) I dropped my bowling ball at the top of the stairs. Yeah, total accident. When I was in college, I 
my friend started dating a girl that we were both into, like we met her at the same time, and then he asked her out first. And I was trying to prove that I was still cool and chill about it. So we were at a party, and I got really drunk, and I was like, what's the chillest way to enter a room? I know, I'll come in and hop over the arm of the couch and like sit by him and be like, hey everybody, it's Cool Ryan from the other room. Uh, and what happened is, uh, I am uh, fatter than I thought. And I hopped, a good hop, a hop I'll never replicate again in my life because it was a beautiful form. Uh, and then I broke the fuck out of that couch. <laughs> so here's what happened, is my friend got this girl I was into, and then I leapt onto and broke the couch they were making out on because I didn't read the room right as I came in. Uh, and then they got married. <laughs> you solidified their relationship. It's actually not a true story. Yeah, no, she just did that. Oh, great. We'll be right back with some more generic panel show. People chill, people. Free all day. You want to come in right now? Oh, there you go. And we're back with the final segment of this generic panel show episode about drinking. Uh, I want to talk about beginnings and endings. Alpha and Omega. Bullshit like that. Zampino, you quit drinking. I did. And I want to hear your story of the last time you drank. But before we do that, okay. I want one of the panelists, and only one, to tell me the story of the first time they drank. Who believes they have the most interesting? Jackson. We're going to go with you. Tell us the story of the first time you drank. Uh, the first time that I, I really drank, uh, we, we stole a bottle of Mad Dog from my parents, uh, and I proceeded to drink all of it, and continuing forth with the rest of my life, turns out I'm a rather emotional drinker. Uh, I, I will go from laughter to tears uh, in a heartbeat and my parents just kept fucking with me and kept fucking with me um, every, everybody at the party took turns like they all knew I was drunk I thought I was being totally cool <laughs> like 14 apparently not and then somebody decided this will be hilarious let's bring a gun out because it's southern Illinois. Uh, that shit won't fly in northern Illinois. Oh, no. No, because handguns aren't allowed in Chicago. <laughs> which is why they have the most handgun debt. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Trump 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but somebody somebody actually like got really, really close to me and started firing off shots. And I, like, I collapsed into a fetal position. I couldn't move or like run away. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And everyone is standing there laughing. If somebody did that to me sober, I'd be crying. Yeah, right? yeah. Those no, people that were laughing are monsters. Thanks, yeah, mom. You're saying monsters. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your first time. Yeah, and you was... kept going. I mean, cheers to well, you. Well, no, it, it took a yeah, long time after that. Like, I didn't get, I, I didn't get drunk again until I threw that girl over the uh, the bar at at Coyote Ugly. That's yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a follow up episode. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna need you to write a book. Oh God, I would read it. I would. Uh, Zambino, tell us about your final night drinking. All right, uh, October twenty eighth, two thousand thirteen. Uh huh. Also known as. Crystal bitch. Yep. Uh, it was a Sunday night. 
was uh, at my buddy's house uh, drinking and watching uh, The Walking Dead and, uh, you know, all that Sunday night programming like you do. And left his house at maybe 10 p.m. Was apparently uh, a bit too drunk, was blacked out, ended up uh, two miles north of where I live, had passed my house, and uh, ended up popping both tires on the right side of my car, because I'm pretty sure I fell asleep behind the wheel. Uh, pulled my car over into a quick trip parking lot, managed to get out, maintain well enough to go inside it's a safe space. and tell the quick trip guy, hey man, I popped my tires, getting it towed in the morning, please don't tow it before I come back. And he was like, that's cool. And then I went back outside and proceeded to freak out again because I was super drunk. And uh, at this point I was living with what is now my wife. And uh, yep, could not call her uh, to wake the kid up and put her in the car and come get my drunk ass. So I had to call my mother oh. to come pick me up. Uh, she came and picked me up and, and dropped me off. And she fired a gun next to your head. She sure did. Uh, 17 rounds. <laughs> it was an extended clip. Because <laughs> uh, she's gangster. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, she was like, quit doing hood rat shit. <laughs> no, I, I went home. I, I got home. I went inside. I looked at what is now my wife, and uh, what realized, now? well, she wasn't my wife at the time, and I got lucky that she is now my wife, because... When you say, what I is continued. now my wife, it sounds like you reanimated her to laugh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a person. <laughs> now she's my wife. Uh, I, basically, I got really lucky, and, and that was when I realized that I had to cash my chips in and walk away. Smart. Yep. And I have a <laughs> Boring. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck you well done. Ryan's a jerk. Well, uh, I can think of no better way to celebrate this uh, successful episode of Generic Panel Show than for all of us to go to a bar. Uh, Yay! Drinking, uh, and you can sit and do whatever you do. That's right. Read the Bible or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's unicorns in it. Watch the other episode. I love it. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, a big thank you to all of the wonderful cast members that have joined me today. Uh, John Tyler, Ashley Jean Osborne, Jackson Nichols, Ben Sissick, Michael Zampino, the looming, ominous presence of C.R. Parsons. <laughs> and as always, I'm Ryan Green. Check us out on channel4.5.com for lots of great shows, podcasts, and live shows. Enjoy Tulsa Comedy, because, hey, we're here for you. And also, you can have sex with us. Not him. Good night, everybody! Oh. <laughs>